you are listening to the Fairy Podmothers. I'm Stephanie, and as always, I'm joined by Amber and Rachel. Tonight, we have an honorary Podmother with us. Uh, this is another Rachel, but I'm sure you won't have a hard time keeping their voices apart. Um, <laughs> Rachel is joining us from Arkansas, so she's got a little bit of a Southern twang. She is a fellow travel agent at Main Street and More Travel, and she is our resident Universal Orlando expert. Um, how's everyone doing tonight? Doing good. Doing I'm excited well. to talk Orlando and Universal. Yeah. I'm excited to talk someplace warm or warmer <laughs> than here. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Amber, did you want to take Rachel through our rapid fire questions? Yeah, as is tradition with all of our guests that we have here on the Pod Mothers. Um, Rachel, if it's okay, we have our fun little rapid fire questions. No pressure. It's all for fun. <laughs> so question number one. Which Harry Potter character would you most like to have dinner and drinks with? Oh, Hermione. Oh, I love it. Now, I, I love strong female characters. Like I'm a Princess Leia girl all the way. Um, and I love that Hermione is, you know, she can stand on her own two feet. So uh, she's my girl. In fact, I that's whose wand I have. Um, the wand I bought at Universal is Hermione's. Awesome. Oh, that's fun. So all of these, I guess I should have said beforehand, all of these are Universal or Harry Potter themed. Okay. Questions. <laughs> all right, next question. Which Hogwarts house would the sorting hat put you in? Well, so it's funny you asked that. My son's fourth grade teacher actually did this with her, his class last week. And he was asking me and I was like, oh, I'm in Hufflepuff. I've already filled out the thing. And then we logged on to my deal and it was like, no, I'm Ravenclaw. So evidently um, the whatever that website is, they have put me in Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think Pottermore. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's another one. Rachel Ravenclaw. I like that. <laughs> I am <laughs> as well. <laughs> you guys can chat later. Um, so <laughs> next question. You have an hour to kill in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Where do you go and what do you do first? Oh, okay. Well, um, so I am a chicken, people. I've got to confess that right off the bat. I, I, you know, I just started riding roller coasters about three years ago. And I listened to your one podcast where, like, y'all were talking about you don't like Seven Doors Mine Train. And I was sitting there <laughs> arguing with why that needs to is so popular. It's for chickens like me. So, okay, sorry. So, <laughs> I, but I, I want to be brave. So if I was a brave person, and I haven't been a Universal since um well, yeah, I was there, but I didn't get right. Okay, sorry, I'm talking in circles. Okay, if I was brave, I would go get there early and go straight to ride Hagrid's. And I would get in line, and I wouldn't have to wait in line too terribly long. But I would ride Hagrid's coaster. And then I would ride the train over to Diagon Alley. And I would walk around, because Diagon Alley is my favorite as far as all the things to look for on the walls and in the stores mm -hmm. and I I have one other confession I am not a butterbeer person but I do <laughs> love fluorescent ice cream shop so mm -hmm. I would probably go get some ice cream and walk around I love it maybe you can pretend to be Gryffindor and um because they're the brave ones right yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can just pretend you're a Gryffindor and ride those scary rides. <laughs> there you go. 
I almost did Green Gods, like the lady working the door. She was trying to prepare. She was like, you can do this. There's only one little drop. And I was so close. And then I chickened out. Yeah. Uh, just tell yourself, you know, no one has died and you're probably not going to be the first. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's that probably for me. It's that probably part. <laughs> All right, next question. Here's number four, and we're moving away from Harry Potter. Um, which is better? Which do you prefer, Seuss Trolley or People Mover? I prefer People Mover. And the only reason why is because for a while that was my son's favorite ride. And when he was a four year old in preschool, you know, for Thanksgiving, they write what they're thankful for. And he was like, I'm thankful for my mom, my dad, my puppies, and the people mover. So, Aww. oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. That's cute. That's, That's so the sweet. Most precious thing. I, that reminds me, I, um, in my classroom, I have a picture that my son drew when he was, I don't know, four or five. It's a picture of the monorail, and it's his little first grade spelling. He writes out, please stand clear of the doors. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, number five, here's the last one. Tell us about the best meal you've had at Universal. So my favorite restaurant there is Anzohito's. And I remember the food was really good, but I don't really remember what I ate because I had some margaritas there. And <laughs> I think, I just remember the food was awesome and delicious. The last time I was there, and I had a great meal, but that they had some sort of blood something margarita. I can't remember the name of it. Like a um, blood orange? Blood orange. Yes, there you go. And it was so delicious. So I remember what I drank, but I don't remember what I ate. But that is the one restaurant that I tell everyone to go to, and no one has said I was wrong yet. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to have to write that one down and keep it in mind next time we go. And it's really... It's a very reasonably priced restaurant. Sorry, I can go on tangents and I'm sorry. So you might <laughs> need to stir me back. But um, like I was, I've got a family going, um, a family of, hold on, I got to count, six, 10, 12 people going in February. And right now, just for you listeners, if you're wanting to go with a group, you know, it's a little complicated right now because of COVID. And so if you have a group and want to be together, you have to even sign a contract as like a group party. And anyway, we were looking at price of menus, regular menu, et cetera. And I was like, wow, this place is not that terribly expensive, you know, for the quality of the food. So anyway, um, I was pleasantly pleased with that. Awesome. That's a tangent, but. That's good info though. Yeah, I was shocked by how they do it. Um, there's one person over it all for City Walk right now. And she said that, you know, due to COVID, they can't have, is it more than six or eight? I can't remember sitting at a table. And so then it's considered a group if you want to book them all together. And you have to fill out a contract and you either pay a set rate for everybody or you agree to spend $300 your party has to. Oh, that's wow. Wow, that, that's really <laughs> Really good information. <laughs> Stephanie's uh, definitely... grimacing as she says that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, blood, the blood. Oh, go ahead. 
wouldn't take much for eight people to get to 300 and, that, and that's that's true yeah no, that's what i, I was about. thinking of. Yeah. the only problem is if if a lot of them are kids you know then um sure, it can be a little challenging however your margaritas count towards that 300 dollars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get our money's worth <laughs> All right. So as you may have already guessed, um, this week we're going to talk about all things Universal Studios. We are going to focus on Orlando. Uh, we haven't forgotten about our parks on the West Coast, but especially since they're still not open and we have no opening in sight, we're just going to stay focused on Orlando. So we're going to start off with where we're staying. So Rachel R., what is your favorite resort property or do you choose to stay off property? Oh, no. I, I recommend staying on. And even my Disney clients that want to go over to Universal, you know, you'll have those Disney clients that say, I want to go to Universal for a day. I often talk them into staying the night because I love the Express Pass option. And if you're already going to pay that much for a ticket, if you can get the Express Pass and go. And so if I had to choose out of the three resorts that give you an Express Pass, my favorite's Hard Rock. But I love pop culture, love nostalgia, um, love that you can stand next to a mirror that tells you who, how tall, you know, who's your height or whatever, and love that I'm taller than Prince. Um, <laughs> I don't remember, though, who I'm as tall as, but I, I like the Hard Rock Resort. Plus, I'm an Eagles fan, and since it looks like, you know, Hotel California album, I mean, that's just icing on the cake for me really neat i stayed at the hard rock hotel in vegas um and it was really fun i love all the memorabilia that's all over the walls of course that one had a big casino in the <laughs> lobby but it was very fun so i can imagine that the one at universal would be the same yeah the one in vegas though is off the strip a little ways isn't it it is a couple blocks yeah. off the strip yeah i've always thought that was strange that they had it off but yeah Still now, cool. I like it though. Can I have an, an and or if but? No, 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 it's okay. Somebody else will probably say mine. Other. <laughs> All right. Amber, what's your favorite? So um, I really like Cabana Bay and it's a value resort. <laughs> Rachel's clapping. <laughs> it's, a, it's a value resort. I think they call it value plus over at Universal. Um, and if Disney's values and Universal's values were going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe in the ring, um, I think Universal's going to win out on that one. Um, so I love it. It's so adorable. It's themed to look like a 50s or 60s motel down to the VO5 that's stocked in the bathrooms. That is hilarious, I think. Um, <laughs> some of the rooms have exterior entrances. Some are interior it even has a bowling alley, you guys, a bowling alley in a value resort. Like that blew my mind. Um, it has a pool with a lazy river. And I love that some of the rooms overlook Volcano Bay, which is Universal's water park. So it's a great view. Yeah, you're definitely not had... getting a lazy river at Disney's value resorts. <laughs> yeah, and if you're into working out, which I know some people like to do on their vacations, they have the biggest gym that I've ever seen in a resort. So that is a big perk for that hotel. Yeah. Who's it named after Jack Lane or something like that? It was I don't, he the juicing somebody. guy, Jack LaLanne? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. 
I remember they like kind of made a big deal about the guy's name. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Now, if you tell me Richard Simmons or Jane Fonda, <laughs> I might be there, but <laughs> yeah. So Rachel K, what's your favorite? Okay. Well, I'm going to the hard rock too. Um, I love that resort. I love that. It's a 10 minute walk to universal. I love the universal express pass that comes with it. I'm a sucker for a great pool. Uh, they have a real sand beach. They play the music underwater. So kind of similar to how art of animation is, but instead it's like rock music. Um, they also oftentimes have a live music, um, section or like a band going on at their um, pool area, which is a lot of fun. And I also love their dining options. They've got the kitchen there. They've got Emac and Bolio's for some quick options. And they also have the Beach Club restaurant, which is like a poolside bar and restaurant. So I'm a fan of Hard Rock. Okay, I'm going to have to add that one to my list. Um, so I've not actually stayed on property at Universal yet. Um, my kids are still really young. They're both short for their age and they're young. Um, and a lot of the rides at Universal have height requirements. Um, so we're going to wait a little while. Uh, my son also has some sensory processing issues. So we want him to be able to cope with things that tend to be a little bit scarier than at Disney. Um, or at least in, in my opinion, they were. I don't think he's ready for all of that. A lot more, a lot of more noise at Universal. Um, so my husband and I have stayed across the street at the Hilton Doubletree. That was, it was a really nice hotel um, walking distance and we just had to cross one street basically it didn't really have any theming but you're not in your room much anyway when we do stay as a family I'm gonna go c just complete like end of the park I want to stay at Lowe's Portofino um, just the Italian look of it it seems really charming and it seems like it would be a little bit quieter than some of the uh, value resorts like Endless Summer or Cabana Bay but I could also be completely off. So if anybody has any input on that. Well, I was lucky enough. The first time I got to go to Universal was for a training and they put us up at Portofino Bay. And mm. it, it is, it is so quiet. Sometimes it's almost scary. It's so quiet because <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's massive. And you're walking down these long halls and it is so quiet because mainly it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of conventioners. When we were there, the PGA tournament was coming into town. And I remember thinking, oh, where's Tiger Woods? But I never found him. But um, <laughs> they said the min all the Minion suites were taken up with the golfers' um, families. So we didn't get to see those. But I would, love to I would love to sleep in a bullet in the Minion suites there. Yeah, those would be really cool. All right. So now that we're on property, which park are we headed to first? So, Amber, we'll start with you. So first, before I say that, I'm going to go back to the gym. I found the name of the guy. It is Jack Lalanne, and I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly, either Lalane or Lalanne. I'm not a gym person, so everyone's probably yelling at their phones right now going, you know, <laughs> way to say it, but there you go. I mean, go. I think it's a, it's a person from like the 60s, right? So we don't, we're too young to know this. I'm going to give yeah, us I'm some gonna credit I'm going to use here. that. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> So if I am um, on property my first day, my first park, so going back, if I'm assuming it's my first day and I don't have a whole day in front of me, usually when we drive in, we get there, you know, noon or later. So we don't have a whole day. Um, if I'm staying at Cabana Bay, like I mentioned before, 
I'm going to take the kids and head over to Volcano Bay and let them burn off all their pinup energy from that car ride. Um, just being so close, right next door to it, it's the easiest thing. You walk out and there you are. And my kids love water slides, so they would be in heaven. I haven't been over there yet, but it does look awesome. Yeah, we walked around. I haven't um, actually like gone and gone on the slides, but at our last agency training in October, we walked around a little bit and I really would wish I was on those water slides. It looked a lot more fun than just walking around and snapping pictures of them in our, you know, dresses and business clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rachel Kay, where are you headed? All right, I feel like I'm not being very original tonight, but I'm also going to Volcano Bay. Um, and I will give a disclaimer. I am not a water park person. I actually really don't like water parks at all. Um, but this one won me over. It's such awesome theming. I just feel like it cannot be beat. You really feel like you're like on an island. And of course, there's like water slides there and lazy rivers too. So that's so much fun. When we went the last time, we got there right when they opened and we made for those um, umbrella chair areas that they have. And so we set up shop there yeah. and I just loved being there like and chilling out on the sand and in those umbrella chairs. And I will also say they have um, just, I, I don't know how detailed to be here, but almost all the water slides have a tube under them. And I appreciate that as a, as a woman who doesn't want to, <laughs> you know, ride on a hard slide. So I think that um, they've thought about a lot of things. You don't have to drag your tubes to the top of the, um, you know, water slides for a lot of the rides. So I think they've thought through a lot of the things that people might not like about water parks and solved them. Yeah. And they even have the little things, what's it called? The tapu tapu wristbands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of our listeners are Disney people. So I'm just going to use a Disney term. It's basically a fast pass for your water slides or like a virtual line where you could wait for one ride to become available and do other things at the same time so that was really also cool. interactive with different features throughout the park um so i would yeah. definitely recommend watching like a couple of youtube videos um just to get an idea of where those things are so you don't miss out on them yeah that's a good point amber and stephanie yeah all right rachel r where are you headed Oh, okay. Um, that's so hard. I think I'm headed straight back to Diagon Alley, but then I'm going to take the train over once I walk around and enjoy it all as much as I can. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the day at Islands of Adventure because ultimately I love that park more than I like the Universal Park. Um, there's a lot more for chickens to do in Islands of Adventure, I feel. <laughs> so the, Dr. Seuss area and um some of the water rides like I can even ride Kong and Kong yeah Kong's an Islands of Adventure yes so um yeah so I feel like there's there's more for me over there okay yeah I I agree with you that was of the two parks it was my favorite um Diagon Alley I think beats Hogsmeade just a little bit but I could just spend all day in the queue for Forbidden Journey at the castle. Uh, you know, that's that's dream come true for the little Hermione and me. <laughs> um, 
and I just, I do love kind of how like quaint the Hogsmeade area is. It, it just feels very like cozy and homey, like your own little small town. Um, and I do like the theming over there a little bit better at Islands of Adventure, the Marvel area. I really liked that. I, I was not a Marvel fan. I had not seen hardly any of the movies when we were there in 2019, but that whole section was really neat. Um, I loved the Spider-Man ride. So yeah, I, I think that Islands of Adventure is the one I prefer over the two slash three because I didn't get to, I haven't been to Volcano Bay. You know, Stephanie, in another area I love over there, and it, people often walk through it, but I love the comic strip landing. I can walk around in there and just find so much humor and love all the little photo ops you can get with the little cartoon bubble with the sayings and yes. the different funny, um, you know, there's so much humor going on over there. I don't have to ride the ride necessarily and get my underwear wet because it drenches <laughs> you so badly, but I love that area. And of course, I, I'm afraid because people don't get Sunday newspapers like they used to. So many people don't know what Be who Beetle Bailey is or um, Heathcliff and Blondie's The Sandwich Shop, you know, but I, I, I think that area is so precious. Yeah, that's a good point. I, doubt, I really doubt today's kids know who those characters are. Kind of sad. Probably not, but it, it is a way to you know, tell them who they are and maybe get them interested in it. That's true. Um, we'll look I, on the bright side. I think a lot of that, um, when my sister went with her stepdaughter or soon to be stepdaughter to Disney two years ago, she was 16. She and her friend had never seen Snow White. So when they rode mm -hmm. Snow White and, you know, when they rode the mine train, it was an opportunity. And then she came home and watched it. So I think some of that stuff, even though it may not be something they grew up with or are familiar with, it's a good teaching opportunity. For sure. Uh, so theme of the night, which Harry Potter ride are you going to make a run for? Um, so Rachel Kay, I think you've given us yours. Well, yeah, I think I, I said before, I like Gringotts better than the others. Um, Forbidden Journey, if I'm being honest, I get pretty motion sick. That one did a little little doozy on my stomach when I've ridden it in the past. So while I enjoy it, I prefer Gringotts. And I do like Hagrid's, but um, I don't know. I think there's just something about the original. I just, I just prefer it. I don't know. Yeah, that makes yeah. me feel better since I haven't rode Hagrid's yet, but I did get to ride Gringotts. I also put my seatbelt on too tight in um, Hagrid's and it really, if you know, sometimes you push the bar down too tight and you're like, oh crap, why did I do that? <laughs> I think I ruined it for myself when I did that. So I need to redo. <laughs> See, I do that because I'm definitely not going to be the person that dies. Not probably, but definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Rachel R, I think you're headed over there, right? With uh no, you didn't like Gringotts. That's right. No, nope. I, I don't know because I've never been on any of the Harry Potter rides, but oh. no, no, because I'm chicken, but I will tell <laughs> you, you can walk through the queue. If you tell the people that you're not going to ride, they'll let you go ahead. And even if you don't have an express pass, I'll let you go through and just walk through and see everything. 
And so both times I've been able just to walk through the express pass lane and go look in Green Gots at the bank and at um, the castle for Forbidden Journey. Like I get right up to the ride. And Rachel, what about um, Flight of the Hippogriff? That's like a small roller coaster. Have you done that one? No, I haven't done that one. And (laughs) I'm still not sure. It takes a lot for me to get my guts up to do um, roller coasters. And that one still kind of looks a little scary to me. I will. I, I, I am determined. I'm going to try it though. But I would go to the Forbidden Journey just if I had to get to one to go walk through. I would go walk through the castle because right, that's so, amazing. Rachel, quick question: Have you rode the Barnstormer? Yeah. Okay. So, well, yes. Here is my <laughs> confession. My big confession. I said I started riding roller coasters four years ago in 2008. My husband and I went before my son, and I. I said, I was, I talked myself into it. I was going to ride it. And we rode the barnstormer or maybe it's 2006. It was before they even moved it. It was back when it was in Toontown. And they gave me a little card that said my first roller coaster. (laughs) And then we rode it again. And they gave me one that said frequent flyer. And then I was like, I will never ride this again because it terrified me both times. Then what happened was my son was scared of all these. And I'm like, okay, I have to put my big girl underwear on or whatever, big girl pants on and do this (laughs) to get my son to do it. So I'm trying to remember. I think we did the Barnstormer was the first one. I talked him into it and I survived. And then I watched Seven Dwarfs and I kept timing it. I would time it on those things. And I'm like, I can survive those little loops. And well, we were with, sorry, I'm taught, remembering as I talk, we were with friends and um, they wanted to ride it twice. And they figured out if we did child swap with my son, because he wasn't going to ride it, they could ride it twice. So I took one for the team and rode it. <laughs> and then I, and then I, and I, I loved it. And since then I've been able to do those two. I have been on Big Thunder. I don't enjoy it, but I ride it. Oh, and, it's so fun. And I've done Splash Mountain since then and um, Test Track. I will what do What did you think track. about Splash? Did you enjoy it? Um, I do. I, I enjoy the ride. Um, mm-hmm. Every time, though. But I, I duck, my, my instinct is to duck and grit my teeth. And so, um, <laughs> yes. But um, I do enjoy it. And once we were riding it while the fireworks were going off, that was exciting. That's cool. Yeah, because when you come out on that hill and you can just see over the castle and everything, that's the that would be an amazing spot to be when the fireworks are going off. Yes. So sorry I hijacked this with my Disney experiences, but um, I, it's okay. I'm the one that asked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. All right, Amber, what's your favorite Harry Potter ride? All right, so I was in love with Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Um, I didn't really know what to expect when I was in line going into it. Um, I had not looked at any like previews or anything. I was just with the group and being like, okay, let's ride this ride next. Um, But I can honestly say I've never seen or been on a ride quite like it. It's kind of like Flight of Passage, but better. And like we already mm. said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. Have you ridden it there, Rachel? Rachel? I have it. it oh, who? which Rachel? You, Rachel K. Yeah. It makes me a little queasy. 
Oh yeah, you okay? But if it did make you queasy, I bet you might like it more. I, I don't. don't know. I don't love animatronic stuff, so I feel like I prefer Flight of Passage because to me it looks more real. Well, Flight of Passage is pretty much all simulation, right? You don't really mm-hmm. move a lot, um, and in Forbidden Journey, it's you have the simulation and you're moving and things are coming at you. And it's just like a lot of surprises. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, that's... Go ahead, Amber. No, I was I was kind of wrapping up. Um, that's just why I like, I, I really loved it. Plus, I'm a big Potter nerd. So I'm sure that more than I am an Avatar nerd, like I've maybe yeah. seen Avatar once in my life. Um, but, you know, being a teacher, Harry Potter has a really special place in my heart. Um, I, you know, I've seen kids come to love reading because of it. And, you know, of course, I've read all the books myself. Funny story. I um, mean, when me and my husband were dating, it was when the last book was um, coming out and we were both reading it. And so like for our dates, we would just like sit on the couch, him on one side, me on the other. We would both have our copies of the book and just be reading for like a couple (laughs) hours and leaning over and saying things like, what page are you on? What page are you on? Did this happen yet? You know? And so that's one of my fun Potter stories. But so (laughs) Harry, Harry has a special place in my heart and I love the ride, all the different aspects of it. Um, it's like flight of passage, but on steroids, I think. So Amber, I have a funny story with the seventh, well, two funny stories with the seventh book as well. And I'm going to give a spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't read the books or watched the movies yet. Go ahead and turn it down for a few seconds. There might be like five people left in the world. I don't know. Well, yeah, actually, right. um, I feel like I, they've had plenty of time at this point. <laughs> I specifically told a client to listen to this because I was putting together some quotes for her tonight. And I know she's reading the book with her kids and I don't know if she's gotten all the way to the end. So Myra, <laughs> if you're listening, turn it down. Um, I was reading while I was walking on the treadmill and when Dobby died, I fell off the treadmill. I just was, oh my gosh, it just tore me up. And then Amber, I don't know how you were, I don't know how long y'all had been dating. Um, My husband and I were engaged by the time the seventh book came out. I would not have been able to read that sitting next to somebody who I was just (laughs) dating because I was ugly crying for the last like four or five chapters, just ugly cry. (laughs) And I've listened to the audio books two or three times since then. And I cannot be driving when I'm listening to the seventh book because it just, it kills me every time. Yeah, I'm usually a robot. Um, I don't get too emotional (laughs) at um, movies and books. I don't think I've ever cried in a book. Like, you know, I could read Old Yeller and be perfectly fine. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've actually screamed at a book before. It was a Stephen King book, but I screamed out loud while reading the book, which maybe I'm not a true Slytherin then. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So Amber, I'm with you. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Now I I don't know if I like it more than Flight of Passage um, just because Flight of Passage, I think is a little bit newer um, and and you can start to feel a little bit of the, I could feel a little bit of the age on the ride, but just like, we were talking last week about Rise of the Resistance and the technological marvel that it is. That's how it was for me with Forbidden Journey because it's all in one building, I think, and you're moving from 
you know, the, the simulation to the animatronics, you've got the dragon coming through the ceiling, you've got the Dementor coming at you, and I actually try to duck when that happens. <laughs> and all of that is happening simultaneously. Like, you know, you're at that part, and then the next car comes through. And I just think, how do they, like, if somebody is transferring from a wheelchair, how do they keep that all going? And the timing is just always right. I just, that ride just amazes me. So um, in two days, we rode that one four times, and we were there during the summer. Because since you're not really sitting next to somebody, we would use the uh, single rider line. I don't know if they're doing that right now, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is everybody's favorite non-Harry Potter ride? Rachel R., we'll start with you. Oh, um, I, I love the Seuss trolley, but I'm going to have to say my favorite's E.T. And I oh guess, that, yeah, <laughs> I know, but I think it's my age, you know, I mean, I, that's one of the first movies I remember seeing in the theater. And I remember we had the little E.T. doll and everybody had the E.T. shirt and now when I watch it, I think it's kind of creepy, but because um, it's just a little bizarre, but I think there's just something that makes me feel like a little girl when I ride that. I don't think okay. I wrote that one. I'm with you, Rachel. I love E.T. Um, it's one of the you know movies that defines your childhood for me. It was actually, um, I don't know how old I was, maybe nine or 10, but it was the first I got a TV VCR combo for my room. You know, I thought that was a huge deal. I was going to get a TV in my room. And I got two videos. Santa Claus brought me two videos to um, have for my first one. It was Mickey's Christmas Carol and E.T. <laughs> okay, can I say that that ride is cute in the beginning and it gets really weird really fast. The end of it is so strange. <laughs> Every time I ride it, I'm like, this is just beyond what I remembered it being. <laughs> <laughs> like the little guys at the end I won't spoil it for people but it gets pretty out there <laughs> <laughs> all right Amber what's your favorite non-Harry Potter ride so not not necessarily my favorite but one that I would really like to ride um because I haven't ridden it yet um the Jimmy Fallon race through New York looks really fun um I love Jimmy Fallon I think he's adorable um so I would love to ride that one and I think you pretty much need a, um, what's it called on your phone? Like we have to do it through the app to get your passport. Like there's usually no standby availability. The virtual queue? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Cause when I was there, we wrote it, we got on that like two or three times. It is a lot of fun. Um, Maybe I was there on a busy day. I, I guess so. Cause yeah, the, but that one is a lot of fun. Yeah. I will say that for People who are mo um, lean towards motion sickness, like I, I have motion sickness yeah. problems. The yeah. person, again, the attendant at the front of the ride person tell me, oh, you can do this. It's just like Soren. No, it's <laughs> no, not it's like Soren. It is not. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I have learned that, you know, I can look, I will often look on those type of, on those kind of rides, I'll ask to sit near the side. So if I have to, I can look out to a point that's not moving um, so that I can just fixate on it. So I don't get as sick, but that thing, woo, no, 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 no. Okay. So. I'm with you, Rachel, because when I was there and I rode that one before I boarded it, someone had thrown up 
And no. I definitely recommend mo- like Dramamine if you're prone to motion sickness for sure. But it's fun. It is fun. If you can handle the the motion, I think it's a really cool ride. It is fun. And I, I also love Jimmy Fallon. Um, I just, he, I just think that he's so excited to be doing what he's doing and that <laughs> shows and everything that he does, but he definitely had a lot of fun with the 3d and he took it to the extreme. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I take boning um, for motion sickness and I was glad for that one I had. I had it on board. I'm going to hijack this again. I'm really sorry. I should have warned you about my hijacking um, talent. But um, that ride makes me think Universal needs to put in an office ride. If they can do Jimmy Fallon, why in the world can they not (laughs) come up with something for the office where, you know, you go and I mean, they, if it's a restaurant or something, but I'm like, if you can come up with Jimmy Fallon, you could give us Dwight Schrute. I'm, I just, <laughs> I, I just think it would be amazing. And that is my new, I, you know, I, I think I need to start a campaign. Bring us the office. I, All right. Universal, if you're listening, we want to go to Schrute Farms and we want to do the challenges <laughs> that Ryan did. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be incredible. You could go to Shrewd Farm and, you know, you could have, there could be some sort of pizza, you know, pretzel day. They could have a snacks <laughs> thing outside where you can get the pretzel day pretzels. And, oh, I just, you know, because they're missing out. I don't know they, what's wrong with them. They have to have Kevin's chili though. You got to have Kevin's <laughs> chili. <somewhere. laughs> All right. Rachel Kay, what's your favorite non-Harry Potter ride? I am going to go with the high in the sky Seuss trolley train. I think the view is really fun. Um, It's just neat to look out over the park and see everything. But I am also going to give a special shout out. And I'm angry about this one in a way. Um, (laughs) The Pteranodon flyers are so much fun. I love them. But you have to be with a little kid to ride them. It's... (laughs) They're a kid's ride and you are like up, you're like flying kind of above the park and you can see everything. It's kind of like a giant swing, almost a very slow kind of swing that goes over the park area, but says guests over 56 inches tall must be accompanied by a rider meeting the 36 inch height requirement. So that seems um, like height discrimination to me. I I know. A lawsuit on your hands. It's so fun, but I can't write it anymore because my kids are too big. So (laughs) I enjoyed it while it lasted. (laughs) So I'm the opposite of Rachel. I am a coaster junkie. Um, However, disclaimer, that rocket ride, rip your neck off thing. I hated that. I will never get on that again, but I'm headed over to the Hulk. Uh, That was Mm. my, that was my favorite non-Harry Potter ride. Um, I this is gonna sound so weird I loved the sounds as you're riding it you get to hear like the Hulk growling as you're riding it so that one was a lot of fun and I like fun I liked all the theming I want to go back now that I've seen the movie um because some of the stuff in the queue I didn't really understand but um yeah that one's a lot of fun All right, so finally, where are we headed to eat? Amber, we're gonna start with you. All right, so I was not blown away away by either of the places that I ate on my most recent trip. So I'm going to try a new place for me and head to the Three Broomsticks in Hogsmeade 
and have the great feast. Um, have any of you been there? Yes, and I okay. think that is what we had. Okay, so I guess is it like a all-you-can-eat family style maybe? The so three broomsticks is actually like a quick service. So I, I don't think it's all you can eat. Um, okay. I think they just give you like a tray. Okay. Yeah, it looked really good um, online. So the internet tells me it includes chicken ribs, salad, corn, vegetables, and potatoes. And the desserts look really yummy too. I can't remember the dessert. I just remember that's they where we a... had pumpkin juice and it was, I, it was, shockingly good <laughs> i think they have a butter beer like um pot de creme am i saying that right it's kind of like yes. a pudding it's really yes. good there yeah all right rachel k uh, okay if i have to pick like real food um not dessert food i'm going with i like antojitos <laughs> a lot but our guests already talked about that so i will pick something different i'm gonna say i like cowfish a lot Cowfish is on City Walk and they have sushi. They also are known for their burgers. And I'm a pescatarian, so I like the sushi options. And I also really like their veggie burgers there. And they also have really fancy milkshakes, which are fun. Um, but if I'm going to pick sweets, I have to give a special shout out to Voodoo Donuts because it is so good. <laughs> Yeah, those are good. We we bought them. We went to City Walk, bought a dozen donuts, took them back to our Disney resort. A dozen? Oh well, my gosh. No, we're there for a week. It was breakfast okay. for a few days. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have them all that day. Now, in your defense, Amber, it's very hard to choose. They have so many. And so you kind of get overwhelmed when you go in there just from all the choices. Yeah. That's a fun one to go to before the parks. All right. Rachel R., do you have a favorite restaurant? Well, I, I've already mentioned Antojitos and I do love cowfish. Um, I was going to tell you where I love to go get a sweet thing though. Um, and I cannot find the name of it. So over in Dr. Seuss Landing, there's a bakery type thing where you can go in and get food. Do y'all know where that little bake? you know, like the, it's just like the little bakeries, like big top treats and stuff like that. But there's one in, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Seuss land, but I can't remember the name of it. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I did not stay in Seuss Landing very long, so I, I'm no help. <laughs> oh, you are not. Yeah, well, okay. I don't know. Anyway, there is a place there where you can get, you know, they have the cookies at Disney and I know you can get these cookies lots of places, but I love the big chocolate chip with peanut butter cookies and they have those in Seuss Landing. So there is a place, can't remember the name and I'm sorry people, but if you like treats from Disney that are in those like cookie places like the confectionery and other places, um, you can get those there. So. I just looked it up. It's called Seuss Land Treats. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that was easy enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I like that place, but I did love, I, my favorite cowfish was delicious and I'm a burger person and I love my burger there. And, um, but Antojito, get, get a margarita. So I, I, I now have regrets. I could not wrap my mind around, sushi is my favorite food and I could not wrap my mind around sushi and burgers. So we steered clear of cowfish. So next time we go, that's going to be on our list. Um, 
didn't eat many places when we were there. Um, we ate at Vivo Italian Kitchen, though, and I, I the that was probably the best meal that I had the whole weekend that we were there at Universal. Um, I was really upset. I really, really, really wanted Leaky Cauldron to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's Universal's fault. I think it's the UK's fault. Sorry if we have any <laughs> British listeners. Because um, I've had I've had a plowman's platter elsewhere. And yeah, I, it was not any better. Um, yeah, I had, le- I had fish and chips at Leaky Cauldron too. And I was not blown away. It's hard when you're a, a Disney fan because I feel like we're so spoiled on the food at Disney. When you go to Universal, like I think it's still decent food, but it doesn't compare to Disney's food. I just have to point. say. Yeah. yeah. We did. We went to Toothsome, but we did not get the milkshakes. Um, I know. I know. I, I was, I just was not feeling it maybe because it was August and I could not imagine drinking frozen dairy um (laughs) they had a good caesar salad though and my husband had the um french onion soup that was really good so yeah i think rachel you're right about disney it's it does kind of spoil you and i I like to some food though you said that i thought their food was good i would like to try their brunch they have Mm. a I, i was their brunch menu looked um, looked good to me. I'd like to try that place. I can't remember what it's called, but it looks kind of like Greek or it's kind of like when you're walking back to the Harry Potter section and it looks Mythos. kind of Greek on the outside. Yeah, that gets really good reviews. I'd be curious to try that. That was closed when we were there because we were going to try it. Okay. And that's on my list for next time. All right. Well, Rachel R., thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, Honestly, I I think I'm going to rethink my decision about waiting to take the kids, especially because we did not spend a whole lot of time in Seussland, and it sounds like we really missed out on a lot. So maybe we're going to bump that trip up. (laughs) Well, it it keeps me busy, and I feel like I'm a big kid at heart, or kid at heart, so... (laughs) But um, thank you all so much for having me on. This has been um, this has been fabulous. It's been a delight. So thank you. And Rachel, if you want to stick around, we're going to go through our trivia next. Um, So last week for the trivia, we asked which presidents have been to Disney properties and bonus points if the if you guessed which were in office at the time that they visited. Um, So Truman. Eisenhower, Kennedy, and Nixon all visited after their presidencies were over. Um, Nixon was actually the first to ride the monorail at Disneyland. I didn't know this. And the article that I was reading said um, at least Nixon had some redeeming qualities that he was a really big Disney fan. (laughs) Um, But Bob Gurr said that so Nixon and his daughters were the first. And of course, the Secret Service had to ride with them. Secret Service jumped off. They did not realize that Nixon's daughters had asked for a second lap. And so Bob Gurr says he has a very vivid memory of them just <laughs> running, chasing the monorail train as if they were going to catch it. I don't know. <laughs> but that I thought that was pretty funny. And then Carter, Reagan, George H.W. Bush, and Barack Obama all visited while they were in office, um, including um, Reagan, Bush, and Obama. They all... and. I 
don't know if I remember Carter, they all attended like conferences. And I know that um, Reagan and Obama gave speeches while they were um, actually in the park. Obama's was right in front of Cinderella Castle. And I, I remember that just because it was the, uh, the most recent one. Um, shame on me. I did not check to see, did anybody guess it correctly? No, I'm looking at our page right now. I think we stumped them, ladies. No one even tried. <laughs> All right. Well, Rachel well, Kay, go ahead. Oh, real quick, didn't Nixon give his I'm not a crook speech at Disney or something? He did. There was something big involving Watergate that happened at Disney. It was at the Contemporary. Oh, I love this resort yep. trivia that we keep going here with. <laughs> we have the Polynesian with the Beatles breakup, and now we've got this. There is a Grand Floridian one, but I think we should save it for a future trivia question. <laughs> All right. So this week's trivia is brought to us by Rachel Kay. Um, do you want to go through that? Sure. One? So this has to do with Universal, and we talked about this attraction, the Hulk. How many inversions do you experience on the Hulk coaster? So if you've written this, try to think back to how many times you're going upside down and drop the comment in our Facebook or Instagram. Oh gosh. They're so disorienting. I lose track <laughs> to the first one. You, you get scrambled up. I don't know if you lose count, you know? Oh man. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talk and tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, both Rachel's and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Also, please rate, review, and tell your friends. We'll see you real soon. Bye, ladies. Good night, guys. Bye.